Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host here as always with my incredibly helpful, very holiday-like co-host Donna Lee. Jingle bells over here. It is a festive holiday season and it's 80 degrees. Very nice. Is it going to be cooler anytime soon in Austin, Texas? We have just ruined the timeliness aspects of this show that allow us to rebroadcast on our podcast. You know what we can do? Cut it out. There you go. <laughs> Edit it. We are so happy to be giving you this uh, men's health show. Uh, most of you hear us on the radio, KLBJ News Radio. You always and say that backwards. We love our... News Radio, KLBJ. We, lo- we, love, our, we love our our partnership with this organization, mm-hmm. and we're thankful for it. We love also being able to rebroadcast these shows as little... 11-minute podcasts, Mm -hmm. which makes the Armour Men's Health our name kind of odd. But um, (laughs) for those of you... Health 11 minutes. For those of you in Italy listening... We do know what what an hour is. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. We know what an hour is. We know what an hour is. It's 60 minutes. I don't think people like us making fun of their accent. (laughs) Most of Michael's family is Italian, so they they gave me permission to do I'm a a board-certified urologist. This is a men's health show. This show is brought to you by the urology practice that I started in 2007, NAU Urology Specialist. Old man. I'm an old man now. My (laughs) wife says I've got to shave my beard because it's too much... I like, I like the gray. It makes you look very distinguished, and that's what you want in a urologist. Sometimes patients will come and see us and be like, I couldn't trust that boy. He's too young. People don't say that about me anymore. <laughs> You're not come making fun of your name. And what's a Doogie Hauser? They're not calling you Doogie Hauser. That's correct. Call me Doogie Hauser's older father's older uncle, I guess. The questions that you ask us for the show, really uh, propel this show, and we're going to go over a couple questions today. But seeing us as a patient is what keeps us in business. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Donna, how do people get a hold of us or make an appointment? That's right. Whether you're here, near, or far, you can call us at 512-238-0762. Our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com, and our website is armormenshealth.com. We are in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas, but that doesn't mean you can't send us an email if you're on the other side of the world, because we're going to answer it. And we love your email. So, uh, Donna, what's an email question we've got? Today, we have one in all caps. So, I think that that means it's important. Okay. It's kind of sad. It made me sad. I suffer horribly from shrinking penis syndrome. I'm 64 years old, retired. I've been suffering from this situation for eight years continuously without realizing any remedy or improvement or relief. My complex condition is characterized by involuntary involution of my penis, atypical Peyronie's disease, with penis plastica fibrosis, but no curvature, no hourglass, no deformity other than penile retractable and shortening in the natural flaccid state. I have severe severe erectile dysfunction and testicular hypogonadism, also suffer horribly from somatic skin and tissues discomfort in the scrotal and penis area. Um, He asked for help and he goes on with his uh, retirement and that he, the VA cannot help. So he's asking what we can do. That's a great question. So as a kind of an aside, we talk a lot on the on the show about penile enlargement and penile lengthening. The mistake that some of our listeners might make is that this is a cosmetic issue. Well, there's really a functional issue also. If you have turtle heading of your, your penis that goes into your body, then just peeing is a real issue. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting down to pee, you're going to pee all over yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, you, if you have nothing to hold on to at the urinal, you're forced to sit down. There's a variety of different causes for it that we've kind of talked about on the show. So I'll just review some. With aging, you're going to get 
some shrinkage of the penis in some patients, especially if you're not having sex regularly. You know, the old, if you don't, don't use it, you lose, it, lose it. it. Oh, yeah. crap. Your poor husband. Dang it. <laughs> I'm telling you, we got to exercise his prostate <laughs> this, this week. This is so frustrating for me. And so if just having repeated erections does help maintain length. If you've had prostate surgery, like radiation or prostate removal, or even a terp in some cases, it can cause patients to kind of complain about penile shrinking. Mm-hmm. If you what have does terp stand for again? So Transurethral resection of the prostate. It's the old rotor root for an That's enlarged right. prostate. If you have Peyronie's disease, which is what he, he's reporting, uh, mm-hmm. there's a, the type of Peyronie's that leads to penile curvature, mm-hmm. thus the banana on our logo. logo. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's an hourglass deformity. So it, lo- it just feels or looks like there's a waste, uh, W-A-I-S-T, waste in your erections. Mm. But there can just be a global shrinkening. Uh, shrinking? Shrinking. Shrinkening. shrinkening. From uh, from Peyronie's disease that can cause the penis to kind of again kind of involute as the as the listener mentioned into the penis. Mm-hmm. So uh, our our steps are uh, couplefold. Number one is we try to remove all the tissue around the base of the penis that's causing it to be a buried penis. Mm. Buried, buried, buried penis. Roof, roof. And so um, we can we can do things like remove the fat pad above. We also have a, a procedure where we can take the scrotum and tack it up along the base of the penis a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. And then we can actually tack down the skin right over your pubic bone down. And that can at least give you an Audi when you have an innie. Mm. I'm going to make sure Michael doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> an Audi versus an innie. But for this particular listener, and I don't know for certain if he'd be an appropriate candidate, but the, the one solution that we do frequently is a inflatable penile prosthesis and that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense it gives mm-hmm. you a penis that has something in it at all times it's going to fix your erectile dysfunction your hypogonadism doesn't matter because we're going to be giving you a device that you can inflate and get a great erection mm-hmm. and that that's actually a wonderful solution and a lot of our spinal cord injury patients uh, over the years that have to self-catheterize or have to use a condom catheter or some, some other way to manage their urinary symptoms, putting an inflatable penile prosthesis, or a, in those cases, we do a, what's called a, a rigid or semi-rigid prosthesis. So it's always hard, like a mm. almost like a Gumby penis where you can fold it up and have sex and fold it down to get it out of the way. Oh, Lord. So those, Sounds terrible. No, it works really well in these <laughs> spinal cord injury patients because it gives them something to hold on to oh, makes sense. and something easier to catheterize and something to put a condom catheter around. Mm-hmm. So uh, some type of penile prosthesis, some type of um, buried penis repair can definitely help. Now, mm-hmm. if you're out there, now this case sounds a little bit more kind of advanced, but if you're not for, as far along and mm-hmm. you're wondering what can I do to keep the things from happening. Well, number one is weight loss. Mm-hmm. So kind of anecdotally in urology, we say 30 pounds is one inch. Right. You know, that's why that's I only wear deal. two pounds. Hey. Uh, so uh, 30 <laughs> pounds is one inch, one inch longer. And then you have um, uh, uh, the use of a vacuum erection device. So if you're not sexually active and you're having trouble getting an erection uh, and you don't care about having sex, let's say, Mm-hmm. So you don't want to put a penile prosthesis in or take meds. Then the vacuum erection device works wonderful. In mm-hmm. the Austin Powers movers, movies, they called it the Swedish the Swedish <laughs> penile enlarger. But, you know, it doesn't have to be Swedish. They're mostly made in China now. That. So, so you, a, a vacuum erection device uh, used daily will help. And we use that often in our post-prostate cancer patients. Now, my husband's threatening to get an au pair. Would that work? Well, considering you have no small children at home. <laughs> You may not pass the. You may not pass the. 
I almost gave him permission, so I guess I'll just get a vacuum erection device, and we'll just name it. It's much Consuela. Oh, Consuela. <laughs> All right, how do people get a hold of us and learn more about it or get their buried penis unburied? I have a quick question about yeah. the buried penis. Um, when a woman gets a breast augmentation, sometimes she loses sensitivity and feeling in her nipples or her boobs. I wouldn't know this, of course, because God gave me what I have through my plastic surgeon. But um, does a man also lose sensitivity when he gets a penile prosthesis? It's a great question. For most patients, most patients report that um, their the sensitivity of their penis and their orgasm strength are normal after a, um, a penile prosthesis. Okay. So but no, like... It's um, not numb. Okay. So nerves aren't involved. That You should not be impacting the nerves okay. that, that, that lead to sensation. But it's a great point because it's another thing that the listener called in. So mm-hmm. years ago, uh, we did a, a, a buried penis uh, repair on a guy who was very severe. And I mm-hmm. thought he was going to be the happiest man I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And he was unhappy. And Why? that's because... Uh, he had a buried penis for so long that the way that he got genital like sensations that were good for him was by rubbing the skin that was burying his penis. Oh, and so we fixed it so that that skin was no longer at the head of his penis, but it was at the base of his penis. Hmm. So we had moved it, and then if we have to use a skin graft, which we have to do in the most severe of cases to kind of cover any of the penis that's there, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of years for that skin graft to get any sensitivity uh, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So although the penile prosthesis does not lead to um, insensitivity of the penis in most cases, sometimes the repair can really change the way the genitals feel. Okay. And it, because you're moving skin from one part to another, mm-hmm. you're putting skin grafts where there's no skin. Yep. And so there is some getting used to things, uh, which is why I don't just mention the aesthetic reason to do it. Mm-hmm. There's also a real functional reason. And as you're getting older and people are going to have to change your diaper and take care of your hygiene, mm-hmm. uh, I would say a third of the repairs we do are on people that have that aren't ever going to have intercourse. It's oh. just because uh, when they pee, they pee on themselves and it causes such a rash that... Right you know that they it, it's it's un, unmanageable so hmm. it's not just for looks anymore right <laughs> oh gosh so how All do right. people get a hold of us Donna? you can call us about this question or any others that you might have heard or send your question to armormenshealth at gmail.com you can call us at 512-238-0762 check out our website armormenshealth.com and you can listen to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts wherever you can podcast. because we are amazing The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 